I'm Anahi, award-winning U.S. and European certified floral designer, educator, and your host. If you are a florist, flower farmer, business owner, or simply a floral enthusiast, you are in the right place, my friend. I help you by providing insights through industry leaders and mentors through their stories, helpful tips, and tricks so that you too can take your floral business and design to the next level. I bring you the art and business of flowers. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by True Client Pro. True Client Pro is an all-in-one business management solution for specifically florists. It is helping wedding and event professionals to scale and manage their business. You guys got to check this out. Be sure to head on over to show notes for the link to a 30-day free trial. Believe me, from what I've seen, I think you're going to love this. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to Viva La Flora Live podcast, episode number 37. This is our continuation of our business talks with Christy Lopez. If you just stumbled onto this podcast and you're so excited, I am too. However, I'm going to recommend you to go back and listen to episode number 35 when we introduce this system, wedding sales system with Christy Lopez. And today we're talking about pillar number two of this particular wedding sales system. You're welcome regardless. Stick around and go back to listen to that one anyways, because I think it'll round this all off for you nicely. And then come back next Monday where we're go- when we talk about the third pillar and so on. All right, guys. So Mondays are our business talks and Tuesdays are normal episode releases. And on Wednesdays, we all reconvene at the clubhouse to continue this conversation that we start every Monday about wedding business. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Christy Lopez. Welcome back, Christy. All right. So pillar number three is what we're talking about today. Pillar number two is what we're I'm talking sorry, number about. Two. Today. Wow. Okay. I'm like well ahead of my game. Anyways. Yes. Number two. So last week we touched base on lead magnets and generating those leads, right? So once we generated those leads, that's wonderful. Now their eyes are on us. So what do we do with them? So now we have to nurture Mm -hmm. them and kind of get that to that lukewarm kind of hot area so that they'll hopefully make a purchase with us, but not hopefully we want them to make that purchase, right? Mm -hmm. So become a client. So it's really important that we take time to nurture them. And we're going to talk and dive into that just a little bit. Right, right. right. So to me, when when somebody says uh, nurturing and that kind of stuff, I mean, I immediately my first experience that comes to mind is when I walk into a retail store is when there's a person greeting me and asking if I have any questions and if they can help me with anything and perhaps telling me about their specials or whatever else they've got going on. Or if I, much like most times, walk around with million hangers in my arm that I was not anticipating, asking me, would you like me to put them in a fitting room for you? Those kind of things is what I'm thinking about. I'm most likely to spend more time and aka more money as opposed to the ones that you walk in and they won't even lift their head up to say hello or even acknowledge. I mean, I'll walk, I'll browse and I walk away. And especially if I have a question and I'm trying to find somebody and they're there way too involved with their own life and conversations or whatever. And nobody's like really bothering even to, to acknowledge at that point, I will not buy just out of principle. So, and I've had that happen multiple more times than I can count. So 
am I too off track or are we talking about something similar, essentially? No, we are talking about something similar. And I think that is really where it's at, right? What's your feeling? What's your experience putting yourself in your potential client's shoes when they come to you? It's like that store shopping experience. So are they going to have that where you're bombarding them as soon as they walk in and you want to turn around? Right. The introvert maybe wants to turn around and run. And they're like, even if I saw something in the window that I really liked, I was like, oh my gosh, I totally just wanted to come in and browse. Oh yeah, that <laughs> happens too. When you immediately just get with but, this one and that one and that one. And then you're like, okay, I can't take yes. it. Yes. But then you're right. The ones that ignore you, and then you're like, almost like, hello, anybody here? Like, I, I do have something that I wanted right. to get. And you're not selling anything. You're not showing up. You're not, you know, putting it out there. You're just, it's almost like you have your front door on, on Facebook and Instagram and you got your pretty pictures and everything's, you know, there, but you're not telling them about what you're selling mm -hmm. or asking for a sale. That's really, really difficult. Right. But I love the ones that kind of say, hi there. They greet you. Hi there. Come on in. And they're like, if you need something, let me know. I'm here. If you want to know the specials, just let me know. I'll be happy to talk to you. It's that kind of passive mm -hmm. sales way, right? Nurturing. And that's nurturing to me. That's what a nurture sequence is like. That's funny. I'm like, I'm a jerk when I go shopping. I am. Well, let me rephrase that. I'm actually really nice. <laughs> But I'm a jerk in the sense that if I get bombarded, I'll walk away for sure. I'm like, I, I'll, I'm like, no thanks, like, no, 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 no thanks. I'll let you know when I need you. Like, oh, okay, girl, like I know you're there. Don't, don't, don't parallel walk with me with every aisle. Like, we're cool. But there's, yeah, a, there's a psychology, right? It. It's like, can I have a bubble around me and not get invaded? But there's that. But then there's this other side where they ignore you, and I'm like, seriously, I wasn't even like worth saying hello, right? But. The jerk part of me is the part where my entire shopping experience is all about me. I walk in, you say hi, makes me feel good, warm and fuzzy and acknowledged and all this cool stuff. And then they ask if I have any questions. I say no and they walk away. Sure enough, I have thousand hangers in my hand and I'm just walking around and they approach, would you like a basket? Would you like a bag to put your 1 million things that you probably don't need, not in those words, obviously. And again, it's all about me, my comfort, or can I put them in a fitting room for you? Uh, well, yeah, thank you. What's your name? So I can put that on there. So all of a sudden now, by the time I make it to the fitting room, now, mind you, I sent three more loads back there. I walk in, my fitting room has my name. It's all displayed beautifully and nicely. I just feel like a royalty. Yeah, I'm a kind of a jerk. I want that experience to buy something, right? Well, but that's not being a jerk. That's that's them reading you and being able to know the nurturing part of that because you still could walk out without a sale. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. But it is like, is there anything that you like? Can Are you ready to check out today? Those words have to ha happen, mm -hmm. right? In order for the sale to happen too. Right. But the, in between from when you walk in that front door to when you're at the register, that's all nurturing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's that very same thing of what you have to do. You have to know how your, you know, we talked last week about a lead magnet, right? Your lead generator, what are you doing in your business to generate those leads? That has to be welcoming. It has to make sense to them. You know, if I'm, you know, I was on somebody's website the other day and they had this awesome thing where they had, you know, please don't use your 
kitchen shears to cut flower stems. <laughs> you know, give me your name and email and I'll send you my, the link to my favorite floral shears. And I was like, so smart. Brilliant. And you just got an email. Yes. Amazing. Yes. See, and that's lead magnet. And it's a very smart one. Very smart one. Very quick. You know, you can find out and it's, it's appealing to me Mm -hmm. right now. Does it appeal to Kathy down the street? Who's into cooking? And she's like, well, gosh, I don't even, it's really no deal to me. Like, I don't need that. It's not a lead magnet for her. Mm-hmm. It is for me, a flower lover who loves to deal with that and wants to do that. So, and loves fresh flowers in my mm-hmm. home. So it's knowing your audience and then nurturing them in the way that they need to be nurtured. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're kind of understanding where that is. So many, many businesses can have several of them, mm-hmm. right? Several lead magnets, several oh, ways absolutely. to do it. But you have to kind of know where you're going right. first. And I think that's really, but you have to be diverse. So that's what I'm trying to say. Com- create a diverse online Rolodex <laughs> of how you're gathering stuff. So. so smart because you don't, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket also. And also no, this is how you do testing, right? What works, what doesn't work, right? Perhaps yeah. if you put all your eggs in one basket and it worked or didn't work, you're not really going to know throughout that process of maybe like five-step process, where did you drop the ball or what didn't work? Was it step two or step five or whatever? And by generating multiple different ways of doing these things, you know, you can then do direct A-B testing, right? And then track, 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 track track, right? I sound like a broken record, but then, then you go back and look at it. When I did this, this happened and I like that and that's what I want. So I'm going to go do more of that. When I did this, nothing happened or what happened wasn't what I was expecting or wanting. Perhaps I need to do less of that. So um, I agree. Well, that's that's one of the things that when we dive into this pillar in um, the floral lead generator, it is kind of like, okay, there's, there's different ways to do it. You know, if you have one that's going, you know, for instance, I was thinking about different ones for wedding Mm -hmm. florists, right? So let's say you had 10 um, things a bride needs to know about planning their wedding. You're a florist. You're only you. So you're leading them to one that is all about weddings. So that's a that's a good, you know, kind of a good lead magnet, but really it's not about you. Right. Right? So then you could do you could do a better one would be the best five best bridal bouquet trends of 2021. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So that's leading them it is about flowers. Right. It is it is going to pique their interest because they're looking for, you know, what's what should I do for my bridal bouquet, mm-hmm. right? So that's going to pique their interest. But how about this? 10 things you need to know before you book the flowers for your wedding. That's so good. Right? Yes. So that is going to hit them one it's about their mm-hmm. wedding, two it's about like the process which they all want to know about the process. And so like it, it's just kind of dialing down you could go broad, but then you just kind of keep doing it till you find what's the sweet spot. Right. And that's really kind of, that's the process you do. Tracking, you were so right. Right. And then what worked, what didn't work. So in all of this, what we're, we're, we're talking about essentially is uh, the click funnel, really, right? I mean, what is his name? Uh, Branson is the, Russell Branson is the one who sort of coined the, the word of the click funnel or whatever. So he's known yes. to be the click funnel guy. But 
ClickFunnels existed way before Russell Branson was born. He just gave it a name mm -hmm. um, or in a very visually understandable name. We all know what the funnel yes. looks like. It is the triangular yes. thing, right? That is really wide on the top, really <laughs> narrow at the bottom. And then, right? The idea is, you know, at every step of the way, you're taking all this billion people, you're tr tracking the ones that you want to attract to the top of your funnel and through your nurturing series, right? Hopefully you want to convert everybody, but let's be realistic. This is not the real world, right? There's a percentage. That you converts. all want the qualified right, Exactly. Yeah. So there's a percentage then that kind of goes through those tier steps of that that funnel through your qualifier slash nurturing series. And then at the end of the day, you end up with comparable, maybe 5-10% of the people that were at the top of that funnel are at the bottom that are making the sale. But you know, for sure, they're clients now, they're not customers. And there's a yes. huge difference between a customer and a client. Yes, absolutely. So, and I think that what this does, having this type of system does for you is that it will add fuel to your fire. Mm -hmm. You can if you don't have a fire to begin with, <laughs> it doesn't matter how much traffic you drive to your site and how much, if you don't have kind of something set up, you can keep and bring people to come and look at you. But if you don't have anything, any fire set up here to like gain the inter the leads and know what to do after you get the lead and how to do it, then there's what are you doing? You're just pouring out the fuel. There's nothing. Right. Right. You have to have the fire. I first. call them treasure maps without the X. If somebody yes. gave you a treasure map of this amazing stuff that you can dig up, but if it doesn't point the X on that map where to dig, I yeah. mean, you're going to put holes everywhere. That, right. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's the same thing. So, you know, before you start putting your marketing dollars into any sort of marketing or your marketing time, not, not all, always it is a dollar amount, right? Because social media is free. You can do a lot of social media marketing per se or marketing efforts for free without doing anything. But it really isn't free. Well, it is. is. And that's what I'm saying. Time, you know, it's not just dollar. Exactly. Man, everything costs something. I feel like I've said this so many times during this podcast. Um, with so many people, everything costs something. It's time, yes. money, and energy. That's it, right? So, or combination of it all, or sometimes it might just be just the money. Sometimes it might just be the time or time and effort or whatever, but you need to understand what exactly is it going to cost you. And also the, I think this has been a, such a deciding factor for me when I like look into courses and things like that. What do I want to do? What do I not want to do? What is it going to cost me? Can I afford to part with whatever that is that it's going to cost me, whether it's my time or my energy or the money, right? If you have lots of money and not enough time, it is more valuable for you to outsource, pay the money and be done. For a beginner mm -hmm. business, you might not be at a place where you can then outsource to do these things. You may have a little more time in your hands and not so much the resources as far as the financial resources. So you might just need to do some of this and then start swinging that pendulum to the other direction. So being clear on to where you actually stand at any given time is crucial. And same thing when you're creating your nurturing series and you're creating your marketing funnel, you need to understand what is the ask from you specifically as a person and as a business? Does that make sense? What are you going to yes. put into it? Well, and yeah, you have to be willing. I'm not saying that this doing this process doesn't take work. Mm -hmm. It will take oh, work. Of course. And 
you know, but do you want to grow your business? I mean, at the end of the day, are you just going to sit there and let it happen? You know, let your business happen to you. (laughs) I did that. I have done that many times over the course of the 30 years. Sometimes I've been like, just feel like I've been going on (laughs) the path. and (laughs) It's been happening for me. But it, but generally speaking, it comes to a screeching halt at one point or another. Mm -hmm. And it has to, you know, jerk you back into realization of, okay, you know, hold on here. Where was I heading? What was I trying to do here? Where, where, what's my angle? Mm -hmm. And so if my angle is that I want more freedom and I want more time back to be at home, to be, enjoy my family, to, you know, enjoy my creative process. That's when you have to have the systems and automations in place, which is what we, what we're talking about. When you have a system of nurturing, you know, a client, a potential client, it really, really can maximize your business and see massive growth. Um, 100%. And I guess what I'm talking about at the end of the day is, you know, yes, you can manually do all of these things, right? Every single email sequence. But there are services that help you with this, right? Like if your website host has that incorporated in it, and some do, well, wonderful. Use that up, right? There's no need for you to pay for an additional service. But if whatever website you have that does not have that incorporated in and you cannot add a plugin per se or whatever that is free, then your only option is to then sign up with some sort of a service. Um, what are some of the ones that I can think of? I mean, ConvertKit is one of them. ConvertKit, right. MailerLite. Right, or a um, chip. What is that? Mail, MailChimp. MailChimp. Yeah. But MailerLite is, oh my gosh, absolutely free. Oh, is it really? Up to the first thousand email subscribers. Oh my goodness. That's huge. Yes. Yes. So you have the capability to build landing pages in there for your lead magnets, anything like that. It is so amazing just to have something. Now, do you want something that's a little bit more design heavy and gives you the capability to make your brand Mm -hmm. stand out, right? And have it branded the way you want, then convert kit by all means is going to be your one of the top ones I know out of between active campaign, MailChimp and ConvertKit. Like I hands down ConvertKit easiest right. that I've worked with because I work with my clients one-on-one and they're like, can you help me with my landing page here? Can you help me with my lead magnet here? And I'm like in each of these. Mm-hmm. So I get to see which one's the back end right. really is easier for right. them. I mean, I had ConvertKit, uh, but before I even could potentially put that to full use, I switched my website host to Kajabi. Hey, thanks for introducing me to Kajabi. Uh, since <laughs> I love since it. then, I brought on two customers to them because I believe in it so much. It is so good. And I dropped my account with uh, you know, ConvertKit because it's all built into Kajabi. I didn't have to. Yes. And it's so easy. Oh my God. Like so easy. It's magical. But that's besides the point. There are some other companies that would allow you or have that incorporated in it. I think Squarespace does not or it's plugin that you have to add and so on. Let me put it this way. The cheaper your website website hosting is, less capabilities it has. It's just, it's it's a business. At the end of the day, it is a business, right? If you go to grocery store and you want to spend $50, you can only walk away with X amount of produce versus 
versus if you walked, you know, went and spent $500. It's kind of the same idea. So don't be upset at your web hosting company. There are other ways around it, but it is important to figure out what works for you. What are you lacking of what you need to incorporate and then kind of put all of that in place, I guess is what I'm getting it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I think we've given you guys quite a bit of homework to do, right? Do you have a, <laughs> do you know who you're talking to? Do you have your lead generator set up? Do you have lead magnet, aka magnets? And what does that look like? And now do you have your email sequences all done up so that that potential lead goes through this process of email sequencing and lends into becoming from a potential customer to a client. So things to think about. Come back to us with DMs with your questions. Come back to us and meet us on a clubhouse on Wednesday so we can kind of hash this out even more. And for those of you who are like, okay, I've had enough of this. I need, I just need this like I need this yesterday. Go to christylopez.com or just follow the link in the show notes and you can get Christy's entire process, basically the five-day challenge, uh, which is the nuts and bolts of this entire process, right? Going from zero to a completion, let's call it the hundred, right? In that five days, it is, it's going to take your full attention and engagement and only $17 of your hard earned money. It's going to take more time than money. <laughs> yes. But it's I'd worth, rather you focus on your time right, than the it money. It is worth spending that time on a front end. So then you can lend on your feet on a back end, basically. I don't know if that made sense, but you know, there you go. But or meet us next week where we talk about pillar number three. three. Okay, I got my numbers right this time. Good. <laughs> I thought I forgot how to count. And those are the same. We're going to talk about the sales. Yes. Yeah. Closing that. got to get the transaction. Yeah, closing that deal. Because all of this is wonderful, but none of it matters until you close the deal. Absolutely. All right, Christy. So we'll meet next week then. Yes. Bye, Bye. for now. All right, guys. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode of our business talks. And And be sure to meet us at the clubhouse on Wednesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time to continue the conversation, to ask all of the questions that you may have after listening to this episode or in general about your flower business in general. Really, it's so interesting. These conversations start from, you know, simple business talk from Monday and kind of grown to this massive discussions, which is just so amazing. And it's helping so many people. Now, Uh, The uh, Clubhouse, unfortunately, is only for iPhone users. If you have an iPhone, please DM me and I will send you an invitation. If you don't have an iPhone, I am so sorry. Can't get you to the Clubhouse, but you can definitely go on to um, mine or Christie's Instagram page and DM us personally with any questions that you may have about this business talks. I will talk to you next week. Well, it's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.